Ayin Ches Amud Aleph on the second line. Amar of Yehuda, I circled his name. Kayin Gadol Baalmana Loikesh Taim. I dot underline Loikesh Taim. If you have a Kayin Gadol Baalmana, for that matter, uh, Rashi says uh, just a regular Kohen with like a Grusha Halala. In other words, the woman that he's asked her to will get two sets of Malkus. Achas Mishum Loikach Va'achas Mishum Loikhalal. One of them. Uh, for lo yikach, that's he shouldn't be mekadesher. Now we're talking about the first uh, bia that they have uh, after the kiddushin. He'll get f- uh, he'll get for lo yikach, and a second set of malchus will be because of lo yichalel. In other words, she previously was okay, and now through this bia, he's turning her into a chalala. That's a second set of malchus because it says lo yichalel. Okay, so he did something wrong by marrying her. She turns into a chalala. Why not a third set of malchus? You're not allowed to do something to be mechalel your seed. Why don't we say that that would also be a set of malchus? That doesn't necessarily mean that she becomes impregnated, that she has a child. Just the, the, the very act of his zera semen going into her should be a third set of malchus? Well, answer the Gemara, because this was a case of Bishlai Gamar Biyasai. He didn't ejaculate into her. He didn't finish his bia, so there would be an Isra of Layikach and Layichalel, but no Layichalel uh, Zarei. In other words, Layichalel her, but no issue of Layichalel Zarei. Masiv Rava. Rava brings the following six word Tanaic source as a question. We box it off. It says, Almana Ugrusha. Loike mishum shnei shemais. Almana grusha. Let's say he has bia with an almana who's also a grusha. She was uh, had a husband. He died. She got married to someone else. She's divorced. So she got those two issues. It says that there's like mishum shnei shemais. Apparently because of almana and because of grusha. So how should we understand that connector? My love shnei shemais visuloi, but nothing else. So we answer no. Rather low. For each one of them, that you shouldn't marry a almana and you shouldn't have bia with an almana. Those two, and you shouldn't marry a grusha and you shouldn't have bia with a grusha. Period. Well, if that's where we're going to understand the brisa, another very short brisa, almost a line. It says a grusha and a chalutza enochayev ella mishum achas. For grusha and chalutza, there's only one. Chiyuv. So how are we going to understand that? One Chiyuv, why should there only be one Chiyuv? So the Gemara explains, Hachi Ka'amar. Eino Chayev Ela Al Achas. When we say Eino Chayev Mishum Achas, what we mean is Grusha and Chalutza. Yeah, Grusha is mentioned in the Torah as being a problem, but Chalutza is actually something that is of rabbinical origin. And therefore, there'd be no malchus for that. It's still a no-no, but you only get malchus for, at least malchus deraisa, for things that are uh, isurin deraisa. La oilam, shnei shema is for the grusha. It would be uh, two isurin. Ask the Gemara of a chalutz is a derabanan? Really? Question mark, kama v'hatanya. From the following b'risa, it seems like we learn chalutz from uh, from the pasuk. The b'risa goes for a line and a half, starts here. It says, uh, grusha, that word in quotation marks, is uh, problematic for uh, Kohen. Ainli ela grusha, Kama, chalutza minayin, how do you know even a woman who had chalitza done to her is uh, uh, same level of isra, apparently? Well, Tamalaymar says the Pasuk, the extra word, ve'isha, and as we know we're talking about a woman, could have just said grusha, what's the isha? That comes to include even a chalutza. So isn't chalutza here, it seems to be learned from the Arisa Pasuk, answers the Gemara, although it seems like that, it's not, it's actually only an isra de Rabbanon, 
So why are we bringing the Pasuk to support it? Vikra asmachta ba'alma. The Pasuk is merely a support for the Durabon. In other words, it's not the actual limud from the Pasuk that teaches us this. We know it as a Durabonan and we rely or lean the issue up on this Pasuk. Not that we're learning it from the Pasuk, though that's merely an asmachta, period. Amar Abaye. I boxed Abaye's name. Two lines later, I boxed Rava's name. Abaye says like this, um, two steps here. Number one, Kidesh Loika. If you have a Kohen Gadol or a Kohen Hedjod, one of the women that he's not supposed to marry, if he marries her, he gets one set of Malkus. Baal, he has Bia with her. Loika, he gets another set of Malkus. So that's uh, one, Kidesh Loika. Two, Baal Loika. Colon. Let's go over these two points in Abaye. Kidesh, which I underline, Loika Mishum, Lo Yikach. Right? It, 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 that sounds like just uh, taking her. Uh, and you take her. Baal, which I underline, loika mishum, because of the issue of lo yichalel, that bia with her will turn her into a chalala. That's Abaye's take on it. Whereas Rava, who I boxed Amar, uh, no. Baal loika, and I wrote about that shtayim, that if he has bia after he did condition with her, it's at that moment when he's chayiv two sets of malchus. Lobal, ain't like if he never was boil her, even if he was Makadisher, he's not going to get Malkus Mishum, because the Pasuk says it connects the Lo Yikach, Velo Yichalo. That's the Pasuk, those four words. And the Drusha that Rava learns in that Pasuk is Matam Lo Yikach. Why can, let's say, uh, Mr. Kohn here not be with the uh, Grusha taker, be Makadisher? Mishum Lo Yichalo, so that he won't be Machalal her. Um, meaning that if there's never a bia, there's no malchus at all. If there is a bia, then there's two sets of malchus. Kama umoda abaye. I vectored the umoda abaye. Abaye is going to agree uh, in the following point. Three lines later, third and fourth word on the line is moida rava. I vectored that. And on the second of the wider lines, at the end of the line, it says ushnei moidim. I vectored that. So we're going to have what Abaye agrees to Rava on, what Rava agrees to Abaye on, and where they both agree. So, in a case of a person who takes back, you're not, after a man is married to a woman, if they get divorced, and then she goes and um, uh, either marries somebody else, or if he's a Kohen, it's his own Grusha, that if he just gave her a of Kedushin, and didn't have a Bia, Abaye, who had said normally that there would be a set of Malkus, no, no, in that case, she ain't a why? Because in that specific case, the Torah is very, um, when it says, it's very specific when it says, Lakachta, you're not allowed to take her, Isha, to be as an Isha, and like man and woman who are married do, and it would be, and indicates that intimacy, connector Amarachmana, Vaha Laika, if he's only Mekadesher and has an then he hasn't violated uh, that issue. Kama. Umoide Rava, Rava would agree, even though he had said that. Um, he has to do the bia to get both. But if he only does, if he if he does the bia, he gets both sets of malchus. He doesn't do the bia, he doesn't get it all. and they're not supposed to be together. that if he just had bia without kedushin, shelaka that he would be uh, malka. Why? Why do you get malchus? Why would Rava say that? Because the pasuk says velo yichalal ba'amav. That's the four words from the pasuk. End quote. Connect to Amarachmana. Varehu chila. But he was mechalal her through that. Kamu shnei Both Abaye and Rava would agree. Bemaxer grushasa. And you have a regular Israel. There's an Isra for him. If he was married to a woman, 
got divorced. She went to a second guy, got married to him, and then got divorced. There's a, it's us for him to take her back. Sheim Baal Veloi Kidesh. If he just had a fling with her without Kiddushin, they just slept together. Sheino like there'll be no Malkus. Why? Because in that scenario, either Derech Likuchin or Derech Havaya Asra Torah. That which the Torah is forbidding is taking her back as a wife, meaning being Makadesher, but just taking her back to be together for the night that's not violating the Deoraisa. Period. The Mishnah had said, Rebut Oimer, we had the three opinions in the Mishnah on the top of Ayin Zion uh, that came in. Rabbi Yehuda was the one who said that a male convert who has a daughter is like a daughter of a male halal. In other words, uh, makes her a halala. Tanya, we have a Bryce of the Bryce that goes uh, about 10, 11 lines till the next two dots. And it's uh, authored by Rebbe Yehuda. Tanya, Rebbe Yehuda, we box his name, Oimer, Basger Zachar, underline Basger Zachar with an extra underline under the gear. We're going to be focusing on that the, this girl, her father is a convert, a male uh, convert. Kebas Chalal Zachar, that's what Rebbe Yehuda told us in the Mishnah, has the same status as Bas Chalal um, Zachar. And she becomes a halala. And actually, Rabbi Yudah says logic would dictate that. Colon. Ma halal. I put a diamond around the term halal. We're, we're trying to figure out what a basger zahar is. So we're going to learn from halal. I put a diamond around that term. Two lines later, in the middle of the line, is kohen gadol baalmana. I put a diamond around that. And five lines later, first word on the line is ella. The third and fourth words are Mitzri Risha, and I put a diamond around that. There's going to be a, a series of precedents that we're going to try to learn from to figure out what the status is of Abbas Ger Zahar. So here's the first. Says Rebutta, logic would tell you that Ma Halal Sheba Mitipa Kshera, the Halal comes from basically uh, totally fine uh, Jewish parents, yet Bitae Psula, the offspring of that union, the girl will be Psula. Uh, ger, Shabamitipa Psula, a Ger who was born from a, really like a drop, mean like a semen from someone who was not Jewish, Enoidin, Shabitae Psula, not all the more so that the daughter should be Psula. Well, the Gemara or the uh, Brisa will say, uh, is Mafrich that? Ma, I underline the word Ma. Each one of the Pirchas that we're going to have on each one of the Mudim will underline it. There's one here, four lines later. The third to the last one in the line is another Ma. And then another two lines later um, is in the middle of the line the word Ma. Each one you can underline, but it's the Pircha to the previous logic. So the Gemara says, uh, excuse me, the, the Brisa says, Ma lechalal. You can't bring any proof as a precedent from halal shekane. Yitzirosay ba'avera. I dot underline yitzirosay ba'avera. The halal, the, the very act of forming that halal, in other words, like the act of intimacy that brings about that child, is an avera. Okay, fine, says the Brisa. We'll try this. And we have already this diamond. This is Kohen Gadol with an almana. Yechiach. Why? Shein yitzirosay ba'avera. The Kohen Gadol. He wasn't formed in any sort of Avera when he was created and conceived, but yet his daughter is going to be Psula if he's together with an Almana. What do you say to that? Well, and here we underline this word, Ma, you can't bring any precedent from that because the, the very act of Bia between the Kohen Gadol and the Almana is Bavera. I dot underline those two words. Well, okay, that's true by a kohen Balmana. Let's bring in the other issue, which is halal. Yoichiach will prove the point. We're there. 
There's no Bia Bavera. The Chazra Adin, Lorizek Rizeh. Hatzada Shavashabhen, what's the similarity between the two? She'enan Beraiv Kahal. They're basically different than the typical Jew. The Chalal was uh, uh, created from sin. The act of Bia was sin. The Kangadu Balmana, uh, the actual act itself was uh, sinful. So a Chalal Yitzhiras Bavera. And the Kohen Gadol Lamana be also be'avera. Those two terms, Shena Bereiv Kahal, Afani Avias Ager. So too, I will take from those two as the precedent and include also a Ger, She'enoi Bereiv Hakahal. Because why is the Ger not like a typical Jew? Because he basically was born from a uh, a Gentile seed, Ubitay Psula, and his daughter should be Pasla Zechalala. Well, says the Gemara, Ma. We have this underlined another Pircha on the Limud. Of halal together with kohen gadol malat sada shava shebehen. In that case, shekain yishben sada veira. There's an aveira in each one of those cases, and that's maybe why, uh, as opposed to when you just have Mister Gentile and Mrs. Gentile having relations, no aveira there. So maybe the daughter of a ger zachar would not be a halal. So the gemara says, well, uh, lo tema. So so then don't learn from kohen gadol b'manuichiach. Ella Ema, and here we already have it uh, pre-diamond, Mitzri Rishain. Learn from a combination of Halal and a first-generation Egyptian convert, Yechiach. The Mitzri Rishain, who marries a Mitzris Rishaina, well, uh, the kid, uh, when it was conceived, there's no Avera there. The Bia, there's no Avera there. And yet the kid is still the second-generation uh, Egyptian convert, is still going to be Usser. So the Gemara is mafrich that I put an underline under this word ma malam mitzri rishon shkain enorui lavoi bekahal one second you can't bring a mitzri rishon because that mitzri rishon is actually not even allowed to marry into the kahal well halal yoichia halal will show that that's not the case because even though he is allowed to be married into the kahal the kid is still a halal the chazara din the logic revolves lo reizek reizat sadashava shabehen if you take the two of them the two of them here is the halal which we started with, and now this new, this Mitzri Rishain issue, She'enan Beroiv Kahal, the Chalal has Yitzir Bavera, the Mitzri Rishain is not able to actually even marry into the Jewish people, Ubi Taipsula Afan Yavi, so to I'll bring our case of the Ger, of the daughter of a Ger Zachar, She'enan Beroiv Kahal, because his parents were not Jewish, Ubi Psula, and the girl will be a Pasula Zachalala. Last pircha in the brisa ma we underline this. It should be the fifth underline ma, the fifth pircha ma. Let's add a shavash One second, you want to learn as a precedent from Chalal and Mitzri. Shekain poislim bebiasam. Both a Chalal and a Mitzri will ruin a woman with a bia that they have with that woman, which is not the case of a uh, ger. Rabbi Yehuda. Ger nami possible biyasai. Well, Rabbi Yehuda would tell you actually a ger will possible in the relations that they have, umaisi law, and he brings it or learns it, mehatsad mehai dina. Just like a halal that came from a, a seed that was totally fine, the person itself possibles, and a ger who came from a seed, meaning like a semen, a drop, uh, all the more so it would be possible. That's the end of the brisa. The next opinion, which was mentioned in the 
Mishnah on Ayin Zayin Amaralif was Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov. He's one who basically said if either parent is a convert, it's fine. It's only if both parents are converts that it makes the uh, daughter a halala. And now we see Tanya. We're going to have a two-line bride. So there's actually a fourth opinion on the issue. Rabbi Shem ben Yochai. We boxed Rabbi Shem ben Yochai. We would add him to the three boxed names that we had in our Mishnah. That was Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, and Rabbi Yossi. Says Rabbi Shem ben Yochai. Actually, even if you have a woman who had converted, but she was less than three years old, would be totally fine to marry a Kohen. Like we see as a precedent that maybe uh, little tiny girls are, if they convert, are uh, permissible to Kohanim. Like the Pasuk says in the Chemes Midjan, that was led, the Jewish people were led by Pinchas, who, by the way, was a Kohen. V'chol hataf benashim hecheyu lachem. All the little girls, the one and two-year-olds, you can uh, have them live and keep them uh, for yourselves, meaning like as wives. V'haloi Pinchas ha'imon. And Pinchas was leading them out to war, and he was a Kohen. And that's Roshim and Yochai's opinion. That's the end of the Brisa. The Rabban and the other rabbis, what would they say to this? They would say that, no, when, when the Pasuk says two-word quote, hechayu lachem, you can keep them alive for yourselves, that's not meaning that you can marry them, rather la'avadim l'shvachis. You can keep them as uh, male or female slaves, not though as uh, a spouse. Kama v'kulan, mikra darshu. And amazingly enough, all four Tanaic opinions, darshan, the exact same Pasuk to get to their opinion, it's Yechezkel, uh, chapter 44, verse 22, the first part of the Pasuk says like this, Almana ugrusha lo yichulahem, a widow, a divorcee, they shall not take to them lenashim as women. Kiim, rather besulais, only a virgin girl mizera beis Yisrael. Okay, how does each one of the Tanaim view that pasuk? Rabbi Yehuda, we underline savar ad is kol zera mi Yisrael. You got to have all the zera. In other words, the Iker, that's called the zera. In other words, the father, which would exclude a case of if dad was a ger. Rabbi Lezben Yaakov, we underline Savar, that when the Pasuk says the word mi zera, like mi, even mixes vafilu, mixes zera, even if just mom was a natural born Jew, or just dad was a natural born Jew, both of those would, the offspring would be okay. For Rabbi Yossi, and when Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi Savar, Misha Nizra'u be Yisrael. Doesn't make a difference what mom and dad's history were, they could both be converts, but if at the time they conceived the, um, the child, they had both already converted to Judaism, that would be good enough, the daughter is totally fine to marry a Kohen. And Rabbi Shimon Yochayu, we underline Savar, he understands it like this, Mi Shenizra'u besuleha be Yisrael. What's Nizra'u besuleha? So the female anatomy, according to the Gemara, a girl before she's three years old, the part which indicates that she's a female, like the uh, part of the reproductive system, um, is still developing. And therefore, if she converts, uh, before that, we'll say before age three, then uh, that is uh, permissible to uh, uh, marry into. The way that Rashi says it, Mishin Israel B'Sulebi Yisrael, one line from the bottom, we'll read the Rashi, Tzetzamchu V'gamru B'Suleha, Mishabal Lechal Yisrael. In other words, at three years old, the finishing off of her B'Sulem happened. Da'inu Keshenasis Ba'Shalosh, when she's three, Gamru B'Suleha Lebiya, She'im Tival Mikan Ve'elach, if someone has be with her after that, Einan Chayzim, they won't go back to some sort of previous state that they would, Aval Koydem Shalosh, I squiggle on the Aval and underline Koydem Shalosh, Kol Shayim Chayzim V'tzayim Chinubayin, it seems like there's some sort of growth period up until three years old that will continue to grow, but at three it stops. 
back in the Gemara. Amalei Rav Nachman, the Rava, High Craw. The, the Pasuk, though, if we go back to that Pasuk, Vichezchem Emdalet, Chav Beis, is a little bit difficult to understand. Reisha B'Koyin Gadol, V'Seifa B'Koyin Hedjil, question mark. If you read it, the Reisha is clearly talking about a Kohen Gadol, because it talks about an Almana being uh, problematic. Yet the Seifa of the Pasuk, which talks about uh, uh, things that are clearly usher to a regular Kohen, so like, what's the Pasuk talking about? And and that's unusual. You're telling me that the pasuk changed from a kohen gadol to a kohen without telling us at all that that's what it was doing. Amarle. So says back Rav Rav Nachman in. That's right. That's what the pasuk's doing. So says Rav Nachman. Uksi kasev krahachi question mark. That's the way a pasuk writes itself. It, it changes the topic of the discussion without letting us know. Amarle says back Rava. Yep, that's what it does sometimes. In dixiv and and here's uh, another pasuk which. You basically have to slice and dice it for it to make sense. The pasuk is in Shmuel, interestingly enough. It says, V'ner elikim terem the candle of the Lord had yet to go out. U'shmuel shaychev, and Shmuel was lying down. Behechal Hashem in the holy sanctuary. Now, what do you mean he was laying down in the, you don't lay down. V'haloi ain yeshiva, forget about laying down. Even just sitting, ain yeshiva be'azara, which is the outside courtyard. It's not actually in the temple building, but even in the outside courtyard, the only one who's allowed to sit there is Ella Malche based David Bilvad, only kings. Shmuel wasn't a king. Ella, you have to darshan this pasuk, basically you dissect it, you move the words around, and it makes sense. Ner elokim terem yichba beheichal Hashem, the flame of the Lord had yet to go out in the sanctuary. Kama, now that Heichel Hashem was really at the end of the Pasuk, but we cut it out and we pasted it in the middle. And then Shmuel Shaychev, where was he Shaychev? Where he normally was, but Mekaymai, like in the, uh, in the dorms, in the uh, place where the Levim slept. Period. So the, yes, there's a precedent for uh, occasionally having to uh, slice and dice a Pasuk for it to make sense. The second half of that Pasuk in Yechezkel, uh, we'll call it uh, Chaf Bey's uh, second half, uh, says like this, Vaha'almana, Kama, and a uh, widow, Ashertia Almana Mikohen, uh, she's an Almana from a Kohen, Yikahu. Okay, now it sounds like that if you are a, uh, which Almana is okay to a Kohen to marry? A woman whose previous husband, the one who died, was also a Kohen. Is that really correct? Mikohen in, Mi Yisrael, oh, but if she was an Almana, her, her husband before he died, he was a Yisrael. That's not allowed? So the says, no, you're misunderstanding the Pasuk. Hachi Ka'amar. This is the way to read the Pasuk. You basically have to slide the comma one word earlier and read it Almana, Asher Tia Almana, okay, woman, an Almana is an Almana, Mi Kohen Yikahu, Halki Ka'amar, Mi Kohen, I double underline the mem, that from the Kohanim, in other words, not every Kohen can marry her, only some Kohanim can marry her, which equals Mishar Kohanim Yikahu, uh, Kohanim, some of the Kohanim, which one know? The Kohen Gadol. Which actually, that kind of, uh, we're flipping back and forth between Kohen Gadol, Kohen Hejot, Kohen Gadol, Kohen Hejot. Taninami Hachu, we have a Bryce that also brings out the point this way. Goes for just under two lines, we box it off. Pasuk says, Mi Kohen Yikahu, that's the Pasuk, two words, equals Mi Shar Kohanim Yikahu. Basically, every other Kohen, other than Kohen Gadol, is able to uh, take the uh, Anamana as a wife. Rabbi Yehuda, who we underline, Oimer, Min HaMesim LeKahuna Yikahu. From those who can marry, Kahuna, can you take? Rashi says, it's about uh, seven lines below where we are right now in the Gemara. Let's see the Rashi inside. 
Almanas Adam, the Almana of a person, that if there was a child would have been able to marry uh, that daughter off to a Kohen, Yikhu, that's the widow that you can take, Lemeute, to the exclusion of an Almanas Ger, of a widow of a convert, and this is, uh, we'll see right now, back in the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda Latame, this is Rabbi Yehuda going according to what we had heard him say earlier, um, on Amud Aleph, <coughs> Excuse me, Da'amar Bas Ger Zachar Kabas Halal Zachar. He's the one, he's the one we started with, since uh, we started the uh, Shir with. Yeah. Um, a Bas Ger Zachar, the daughter of a father who was a convert, is like a Bas Halal Zachar. Kolsha Tanoise Bito, if you could marry his daughter, Atanoise Almanasa, you could also marry that guy's widow. Vacholsha Iatanoise Bito, like a daughter of a Halal or a daughter of a Ger Zachar. You would not be allowed to marry that man's widow. The Mishnah continued and said, That was the end of the Mishnah on Ayin Zayin Amadal at the top. And he said, both parents can be converts as long as uh, they both converted and then conceived. That would be fine. The halacha is like Rebbe Yossi, that a Kohen would be allowed to marry a, a woman, even though both of her parents are converts, as long as she was conceived after they both converted. Halach is like Rabbi Kama umiyom shkar beis From the time the beis hamikdash was destroyed, nahagu kohanim. The kohanim took a certain took a number of things, but this was a a, a silsol. A silsol is a, a chumra, a stringency upon themselves ba'atzman that they uh, go like Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov who was the opinion of the Mishnah who had said that um, if both of the parents are converts, then that would be off limits for a uh, Kohen. Kama, Amar Rav Nachman, Amar Lihuna, Ba Limlach, if somebody comes before they uh, marry a woman uh, and ask the uh, the Beistin, uh, what what they can and can't do. So we tell him, like Rebbe and Yaakov, that if both of the parents are converts, uh, better not to uh, marry that woman. However, comma, Nasa, if a uh, person was already married, a Kohen, that is, to a uh, woman who both of her parents are converts, uh, once already married, and we rely on Rebbe Yossi, who says, actually, that's fine, we'll allow Rebbe Yossi, halacha in a bediavad case, will be Saimechan Rabiosi. Says the Mishnah. Haimer, quote, three words, Beniza Mamzer. Father comes along and says, uh, My son here, he's a Mamzer. Ainonaman, he's not believed. Kama. Vafilushnea Maidim, even if both of the people, like the mother and the father, which I guess ain't the father of this kid, uh, her unborn child, Al Uber Shibameha, they both say Mamzer who? They are not given believability. Rabbi Yehuda, who he underlined, uh, they are given believability. Um, that's going on the uh, Reisha also. Not only where both the parents say it, but even where just the father says it about his son uh, after the son is bored. Says the Gemara, my va'afilu shneihem. The afilu always indicates that there's a bigger chiddish going on. So those two words are right angles. What do you mean even if both of them? Well, lo mi baya, I don't even have to tell you, is the structure of the Mishnah. Lo mi baya, I put that in a phrase marking those two words, ka'amar, colon. You read the Mishnah. Lo mi baya ihu. Not only do I not have to tell you the 
father Delokim lay that we're not going to believe the father because he doesn't really know who impregnated his wife. Maybe he did, probably most of the time, or maybe not. Ella, here's the Chiddush of the second case of the Mishnah, Afilu Ihi, the woman, she knows who impregnated her. Dekimla, it's established her like she she knows. Nevertheless, Loi Mehemna, not given believability, even though the mother is saying the kid's uh, unborn child, the child's about to be born as a mamzer. Not only that, we don't even have to tell you, where there's already a child that's born, and then the dad uh, says one day, uh, you know what, the kid is a mamzer? Well, the kid had a cheskas kashos previously, and lo mehemne is not believed according to the Mishnah. Ella afilu, it's like a double limud from the afilu. Ella afilu, even if the kid hasn't been born yet. It's an unborn, a yet unborn child. Uber nami. Delay slay chazak. It doesn't even have a previously established chazak kashrus. Lo mehemni. We will not believe the parents. So even though the kid's unborn, and even though both parents are saying it, we don't believe them. Okay, so Mamzeris would require, um, I guess, Shnei Edim, who saw that she was uh, Mizana. Rabbi Yehuda Omer Neemanim, Rabbi Yehuda came in at the end of the mission and said, uh, no, there, there is believability. Kedisanya, like we see in the following, Brisa uh, brings out Shita's Rabbi Yehuda. Brisa goes for uh, almost five lines and starts here. The Pasuk says, Yakir. This is the indication that a father is able to make known to others that uh, one of his sons is actually the firstborn son. So Yakir is understood as equals Yakiren Lacherim. He could have the kid become known to others as his firstborn, which makes a big difference because that kid's going to inherit a double portion. Mikanam Rabbi Yehuda, we box Rabbi Yehuda. From here, Rabbi Yehuda says, Neeman Adam Laimar, a person, a father is given believability to say regarding of his children that, oh yeah, this one, uh, little Mikey here, Zebni Bechor, Kama Ukeshem, I squeeze under the Keshem, just like Shneeman Adam Laimar. Quote, Three words, Zebni Bechor, just like a father is able to say, yeah, this is my oldest here, Kach Adam Leimar. He can also tell us other things about the kid, like Zeben Grusha or Zeben Chalutza. Oh, this is actually the child of a Grusha or Chalutza. Let's say if he's a Kohen, we should make the kid a Chalal. The Chachamim, Maimrim. What do the Chachamim say to that? Enoi Neeman. The father would not be able to puzzle the kid if he's a Kohen to make the kid a Chalal. That's what they're arguing about, but uh, um, they're not arguing about that a father has the ability to say who his firstborn child is. That's the end of the price. I'm a of Nachum Bar Yitzchak Rava. Bish, Lama, we understand the Rebbe Yehuda, the way the Pasuk writes itself, Hainu Dechsiv, Ya Kir. That's when the Pasuk says, Ya Kir. Ela Lerabonan, according to the Rabbanan, Ya Kir, Lama Li. Why would we need to have that term, Ya Kir, according to Rabbanan? Well, in that case, bitsarich hekera. It's where hekera is necessary. The pasuk is coming to tell us, uh, according to the Rabbanan, like by the bechor. Uh, imagine I don't know, a guy shows up uh, in town. He's got some kids, and like we don't know who the firstborn is, and he's the one who's telling us. He's the one who's making known to us. So we already mentioned this a few times, but what difference does it make which kid is the firstborn? Well, like the Pasuk says, he, so the kid will uh, inherit a double portion when the father dies. So we say, one second, that's the believability we're giving the father? Pshita, like of course we should give him that believability. Why would we even need a Pasuk? Doesn't the father have a Migu? Like, if the father wanted to, he could write over all his assets to that kid right now. So, migu since, di'ibai matana, the father could give whatever he wants when he's alive to his 
son, any son he wants, Milo Yahavile. So would he not be able to call the kid the firstborn to give him a double portion? He could give him everything if he wants to, whatever kid is. Well, yeah, that's true. So it must be talking about other assets, not assets that he has currently, but rather, These are talking about uh, assets that happened after he told us who his firstborn was. Rashi says, uh, four lines before it gets wide, La'achar Miken, La'achar Shamalifanenu, after this father told us, all Bechorhu, that uh, Johnny is his firstborn, then Nafalo, he gets some other uh, assets. And now the father wants to go off, I don't know, some distant journey, may never come back. And he testifies and lets us know that if any other assets follow the father, this one, the one he's fingering as his firstborn should get the chelik bechara. Delahachi ilavd hashmin and krav. Not for the pasuk told us leika there wouldn't be a migudi boila mesvinu because he's going away. Dahash deloy matziyav. He couldn't give it now because it's assets that aren't yet his. And here's the main thing I wanted to get to in the Rashi. I double underline de ein. According to this approach, a person cannot transfer ownership of something that doesn't yet exist, and here he doesn't yet have these assets. So back in the Gemara, uh, ask the Gemara now. Rabbi Meir da Amar, there is that Shitas Yachid of Rabbi Meir who says that a person can, yes, be makna adavar shabal ulam. The mayor damar adam yes makna adavar shabal ulam. Then once again the question comes back: Why do we need the yakir pasuk that the father has the ability to tell us who his firstborn is and the firstborn would get a double portion? Shenafulakishu goyses. After he testified, there were massive amounts of assets that came to the father when he was basically on his deathbed, and it's in that scenario where the believability, the person needs to tell us that the father's believability that will give a double portion to the one that the father told us is his firstborn. Adkan.